Hey there, Donna Ashton here for some real talk. Honestly, I don't like working that much, but I do like to make a lot of money. And I'm here to help you work less and make more so you can have your dream business. To be the boss on your terms, work when you want, from where you want, and maybe take Fridays off. This show is for coaches, consultants, and experts who want to leverage their time, make a bigger impact, and earn more money without working harder. Here's what you'll get on my show. Successful entrepreneurs revealing their best tips for a laptop lifestyle, my strategy and tools for creating courses, and the latest marketing trends to get your course sold. Basically, stories of real people living their dream business who also have the freedom to enjoy it. Welcome back, everyone, to the Work Less and Make More podcast. Today, I have Erin Taylor. So let me tell you just a little bit about her, and then we will jump in to how she helps people work less and make more. So she, Erin uh, Taylor helps hustling creative entrepreneurs become abundant originators through system setup, training, and productivity coaching. She helps entrepreneurs or organize their work so it aligns with their goals and their priorities and eliminates the busy work, helps them streamline their processes and work on time management techniques so they get the freedom to run their business and have the life they want. So I'm super pleased to introduce Erin Taylor, the owner of Ambitious Solutions. Welcome, Erin. Thank you. Thank you for having me on, Donna. Yeah, I love this. So What's an abundant originator mean? Uh, so I feel like we all start this entrepreneur journey and we have in our head how free it will be and how much we'll have time to do what we really love to do because we hated what we were doing previously. And I, I think that's so often not the case. Yeah. And so that's really my mission is to help people who are in creative businesses get back to what they love to really begin creating and less time working in and on the business. Yeah, I think you're so right. We think I'm going to quit working and I'm going to be my own boss and I'm going to work whenever I want and I'm going to take the weekends and the Fridays and summers off. We have all these plans of what we're going to do, but when we get in there and realize the reality of it, either we can't do that or we get ourselves kind of tied into too many projects and too many things. And I think we work more than ever because we don't just leave the office at five, right? And come right. home, we're there 24 seven. Oh, I'll just check some emails on Saturdays and let me go in here for a couple hours. And the next thing you know, like five hours has gone by and your family's in the other room wondering what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. And there's so, so many external pressures, I feel like too, on entrepreneurs to hustle, to grind, to work. Like you can't be in the club unless you work all of these hours. And yeah. that's just, and there's so many, you got to be on Instagram and you got to be on LinkedIn and you've got, there's all these things, you know, mm -hmm. where it used to be a lot simpler and I don't say simpler, it was a little harder maybe, but at the same time, less choices and just less shiny objects Yeah, yeah. available to us. So <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> While it's easier than ever, I think, to be yeah. an entrepreneur in some ways, it's also like the choices and all the tech and all the things makes it even harder to keep up with what's going on. And like you said, to kind of be in that place of doing what I really love and why I started this whole thing mm -hmm. in the beginning. So why don't you just tell us a little bit about your story, how you got to where you are here and, and um, 
Sure. Yeah, let's, hear, let's hear your. Well, yeah, I went, I went very traditional, you know, college, get that corporate job, start thinking about how you can move up to the next level in that corporate job, you know, change companies. And it just got to the point a few years ago when I realized, man, I don't feel appreciated in what I do. 90% of my job isn't what I love to do. It's only this small 10% and it's not worth it anymore for me. You know, I had a few friends kind of imply that I was a little crazy by quitting because I'm making good money and isn't that enough? And it's, it's not, <laughs> it's not. So in um, January of 2020, I quit my corporate job and decided to start Ambitious Solutions, not realizing how um, intense 2020 would be oh <laughs> anyway. Not exactly the best time to launch a business, but maybe it was, right? You know, I think there was a lot of pressure that I kind of felt taken off me because everyone was struggling. Yeah. Everyone was figuring out how to pivot. And I was getting to understand what it meant to be a business owner during that entire time. So yeah. I feel like it gave me almost a, an easy year in. Yeah. Well, how has it gone since? So you're a year, a little over a year now. I'm, yeah, I'm a little over a year now. And um, yeah, it's good. I think you learn a lot in your first year of business. Not only um, all the things that you do have to do that you didn't think of, um, but just about your offering as well. And I've, I've had the vision of what I wanted my clients to end up with, but it's figuring out the right way to package that to, to make it good for both of us. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I just repackaged my offering last week. So it is uh, constantly yeah. uh, learning and adjusting. And, and that's part of what I teach, you know, my clients as well as we have to be agile. You can't get stuck in a rut and continue to do things the same way without evaluation and deciding if you, if you want to make changes. What did you do in college or corporate? I'm, I'm curious because I know you seem to be very an analytical type. So I just want to see what, what's the back. Does it have yeah, any? Yeah. I was uh, doing business analytics and project management. Okay. Well, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And really, you know, in that I, I was running big, big projects, but I really love the, the pieces that corporate likes to glaze over the evaluation of how can we really do this better? And what's the, the problem down at the root, instead of saying, we just need to implement this system in six months. I don't care, you know, what it costs or who has to do it or whether yeah. it's the best system, we just need to get it done. So, you know, that my background in analytics and project management is really what I'm taking here and helping other small businesses. Yeah. So tell me what your typical client looks like now and what you help them do. Yeah. It's kind of funny. I've had a bunch of different types of clients, but really all in the creative industries. So whether that's writing photography or um, like product making, uh, I help them really set up a system to manage their work and their processes. So it's less manual touching and more relying on uh, work that you do up front or that I do up front for them to basically streamline their system. So it went from a, like, I think I started with a two week process up to a month. And I, now I'm offering a four month uh, program just because I've gotten feedback from my clients saying that's not enough time for everything that we need. Yeah. Uh, so I, I take from their vision down to the goal level and then down to the task level. And then we build out a task management system to actually house 
all the work that they have to do, their big to-do list, but in a way where they're not looking at their big to-do list. They're only looking at what we've prioritized and only on work that's based off of how they want to run their business as far as if they have six hours a week to work on their business or 30. Okay. And are you doing this for them, your team, or are they, are you like helping them create a system and then they have to implement it? No, I'm, I'm building the uh, system for them. I, oh. I recommend ClickUp. So I work with them to basically extract all that information from their heads. And right. then I build and set up the system, train them on the system and how to use it moving forward. And we use t- template setups inside the system to make it easier for them as they go on without me. Oh, okay. So you're doing the one-to-one projects then? I am. I'm probably going to talk to you in another year okay. about how you're going to be all maxed out and you need a course. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, eventually, yes, a course, a group program, but you know, I, I think you learn so much working one-on-one before I, you get to that point. <laughs> I totally recommend. I've had people from, you know, all different levels of their business come to me. Mm-hmm. People don't even really have a business, but they're like, I lost 150 pounds and now I want to show other people how to do it from authors who had a book and they want to create a course, you know, to people who have had like two clients, you know, people who have 30 clients. So, and it is much harder if you don't, if you haven't worked through what your people want and the best way to get them there, even if you don't, you, I'm sure realize that it's a system, but many people don't Mm -hmm. realize they actually have a system that they're saying the same things over and over to people, even in a one-to-one way, because maybe it's, out of order or they're doing it a little, you know, kind of off the cuff, which right. you can do if you just are talking to one person. But yeah, then it's a lot, it's a lot easier to take, well, let's see, what are you doing? What, you know, and you, they can think, oh, well, we do this and then we do this and we do mm-hmm. this, which is their, their signature system or that becomes the process that we put, you know, into the, the program or the course. So for you, you probably have everything documented with notes on the side, but, <laughs> but I'm working still, on it. <laughs> you are, what you just told me, you've, you've changed your offer. So mm-hmm. based on what people are saying, you were like, oh, we can get it all done in a week, <laughs> two weeks. And now right. you're saying they're going to need more time to get it implemented. So it's all a learning process of, of that. And um, absolutely. Yeah. It's the, the thing that you're good at takes you no time, but you forget how long it might take somebody else who yeah, that isn't like, their oh, thing. Of course, in two hours. I'm right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so you're helping people with like spreadsheets, tracking, like what kind of things, um, all the things that creatives hate to do, I'm sure. Cause right. I'm like, Right. Yeah. Usually, usually when people come to me, it's because they've gotten to the point where they're either feel like they need to hire someone or they've hired someone and realized what a mess they are. And so (laughs) they're like, I, okay. Like apparently I've had this all on paper and in my head and now I need, I need some way to communicate to this person that I'm going to hire these people that I'm bringing in. Suddenly we think if we hire someone that they're just going to take over that part of the business and and we'll, we don't have to think (laughs) about that anymore. Right. Right. (laughs) And there too. So yeah. And they're like sitting there going, what should I do now? And you're like, this is harder than it was before because now I have to come up with things to tell them to go do. Don't think about it. How did I end up with more work? (laughs) Yes. Yeah. So all of those processes, I recommend ClickUp to start with, and that's the task management. 
task, task man- management system okay. that I use. Never. And then we I've never heard of that. <laughs> <laughs> Usually people have heard of Asana or Trello. Yes. So that's another similar. I like it okay. better than either Perfect. of those. Click up. Yeah. I think um, something Airtable with, uh, I don't okay. know if that's my assistant has me kind of working through that, but I like the Trello boards, but click up. Yeah. I, this is one of those things where I've tried all of that and can never stick to doing it because right more thing I have to go over there and kind of fill in right yeah 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 and and it takes a while to set up a system now she's got it set up so that I can't yes foolproof (laughs) absolutely so we start there and then um I go through everything of a template for your SOPs attempt like checklists for the end of um I like to have people work in six week cycles okay and then at the end of the six weeks I've got a checklist for them to basically go back and look at what they've done their accomplishments what didn't work well what worked well make the adjustments um needed and then uh, I try to find ways to get automation in there Mm -hmm. so what are little things that you do every day that might take five to 15 minutes that we could automate in some way and take that all away Mm. um because usually people will find a way to automate something that takes an hour and they have to keep doing it over and over it's those little chunks of time that really add up where you know if you connect your calendar with ClickUp and everything shows up there then you're no longer needing to look at your calendar or duplicate that work right which is what we're all about right trying to save time and especially if you're not a very analytical person or have mm-hmm. kind of an aversion to spreadsheets. I'm just saying. Yep. <laughs> um, I know I ended up with a whole bunch of, I hired someone last summer to help me through some of this because, you know, I kept saying, oh, I'm not a numbers person. I'm not like spreadsheets, mm-hmm. but my business was sort of like, I had no idea if I was coming or going and it was right. growing fast and I needed some back end work. So it was very enlightening. And then we ended up setting all these spreadsheets and I was like, I, I am not going to keep like 14 spreadsheets open on my, so she's like, you can group them all together. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) I only have to open like two spreadsheets now, like one for this and one for that. And so it really helps. Um, I'm sure there's more that could be done for me, but I feel like it's a start. And, Mm -hmm. um, just knowing that some of that stuff, like we don't know what we don't know, like knowing some of that stuff is available and it really changed things in my business. I had someone who was working for me who was in the wrong position and I was wondering why it wasn't working. And um, (laughs) then we had like the next day I had a conversation with her, we moved her into something else and it was like, oh, this is great. (laughs) And she was more happy, I was happy. I hired someone else, you know, to do what I was hoping the other one could do, but could not do. So like really identifying, you know, your needs and, and things, I think is uh, for me, it, it sounds like, oh, why would I bother with all this? But I'm telling you, it was a game changer for me. And then I just felt like I had control of the business and I could scale because it was getting to the place where like plates were starting to drop, you know, yeah, yeah. and these, and it, the customer was starting to get not the smooth white glove experience I wanted them to have. So we had to do, we had to go back from the beginning and smooth out and create systems and create automations for these things. Like why? And she would be like, why are you doing that? I'm like, Oh, I don't know. (laughs) You can set up a thing for that. I'm like, ah, (laughs) sometimes all it takes is somebody else looking over your shoulder and saying, Oh, there's an easier way. (laughs) 
because I really didn't know what to expect. I thought if we're going to just talk about spreadsheets and numbers, I'm going to throw up. We had like a two hour <laughs> thing or three hours. I can't remember how long I worked with her for, but we like uh-huh. went over all the areas and went through like a sort of a VIP day kind of. A yeah. Thing. Well, yeah. That's I mean, people great. don't think about the strategy you need with systems as well. Yeah. Like you think about like where you want to put the person that you're hiring, what their yeah. best fit is, but you don't think about that when you're like, oh, there's this new tool. I'll sign up and that'll make my life easier. So you end up either not having the tools or having duplication because, oh, this is cool. And why am I doing it three different places? Right. Right. Overlap. Yes. Well, tell me about like an epic fail in your business. I know you haven't been doing it that long, but (laughs) what's something that didn't go very well and sort of lesson you learned? Um, I think the biggest, well, any new business, I feel like if you're not a marketing expert already, you realize very quickly that that's your big shortcoming when it comes to being a business owner. So I've definitely had a few, um, you know, one in my head, I was all hyped up for this free webinar that nobody showed up for. How long were you promoting? Uh, a few weeks, I think. Um, and, and I think it really just speaks to understanding your audience. And I think that's what I learned from that is I hadn't niched down and I was speaking to everyone and obviously that's speaking to no one. Yeah. So, um, but really over the last year, I could, that that's just the first one that popped in my head, but I feel like the first year <laughs> in business, everything's like a everything learning experience. <laughs> well, uh, so after the webinar, were you like, okay, like, I like to see it's okay to fail if we learn yeah, and we absolutely. don't like doing the same thing over and over, right? <laughs> so after, after the webinar, it was when I specifically said, I'm going to work with creative businesses that are, you know, at that point where they're growing large enough to start hiring people. And they're realizing that the paper process doesn't work anymore, especially yeah. when you're, you've got a virtual team, <laughs> um, And that's definitely made an impact um, over the last six months. Yeah. Yeah, because you can speak to the specific problems. Otherwise, you're like, hey, get your systems in order. And people are like, what? (laughs) Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And so, yeah, it's so much easier when we target our messaging. I mean, this is what I teach in my you know, you, in my, my programs, like you've got to speak to the right people and say the right message, which is just marketing. Mm-hmm. Basically, if you don't connect those dots and, and talk to the right people, they, they can't hear you or they're like, what is she talking about? Right. Right. Or yeah. They and I don't come to your webinar because they're like, yeah. what? <laughs> I know what I, I mean about spreadsheets. What is she saying? I need clients. I don't need systems. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of times like people don't want systems either. And so the way, you know, having the time management aspect in there and the productivity aspect that systems will give you Mm. is um, I'm finding is a much easier sell than let's, let's set up more systems. Isn't that what you love to do creatives? (laughs) (laughs) No, I'd rather stab myself in the eye with a fork. (laughs) Tell me the most analytical anal kind of thing that you've done in your, for your business or for yourself, maybe like, Oh my gosh, you're talking. Or do you like organize everything or whatever? Like, tell me something about that. Oh gosh. Yes. Everything. Um, click, will you keep hating on spreadsheets? Excel is like my, one of my favorite tools. (laughs) I love Excel. Um, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I do. I like, what do you have a spreadsheet for like everything in your business? Yes. Yeah. If, if I'm on a meeting, the first thing I'll pull up is Excel over a word document and see if it works notes during meetings. 
Oh yeah. <laughs> so I'll pull up Excel and see if it works there first before trying any, any other Microsoft office tool. Um, yeah. uh, Excel. So, well, at least you're old school Microsoft. You haven't jumped over to the Google sheets and all that yet. So those don't do the calculations as well as mm. Excel. Yeah. I'm uh, yeah. <laughs> I think that's my, uh, I hate on that. I'll upload it to Google Drive for like a backup of all my documentation to make sure I don't lose it. But yeah, yeah the Excel itself is is way better. Is um, there one tool that you found or you could share with us that, I mean, I know you say ClickUp, maybe that's your one thing. What's something that maybe we don't know about or something that's kind of easy to implement that we could do? It doesn't have to be a tool. It could just be something like take notes during meetings or whatever it might be. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I do love ClickUp, but I think um, some of all of my clients, the biggest eye opener is around time management when we start talking about that, because you have to utilize the tool in the correct way to have anything change. Right. And so the big part of that is time management. And so I'll ask them to, when we're talking about their big to-do list, how long they think certain things will take. And we build that into the system. And then it's usually after week one, I go, so how'd it go? And they go, oh, I was so off. I have no idea how long anything takes. I always think I can get more done than I actually can in an hour. Yeah. Um, and so that would be my recommendation. It, um, do you just like decide. a thing? I know I've done that before. It's very eye-opening, even though it's real hard to do. I'm it like, is. oh, I can get all that done in an hour. Yeah. And it's like no. four hours later, I'm still working through I think we always underestimate, or maybe it's just creative entrepreneurs underestimate what they can oh, do. Oh, it's everyone. Everyone does. <laughs> uh, this is going back to corporate days. Everybody oh. underestimates. Oh yeah, that only takes 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, I recommend working in 90-minute chunks. When you're starting to track your time, have a timer for 90 minutes, say what you're going to do um, that you think will take 90 minutes. And then when that timer goes off, see how far you've gotten. That 90 minutes is a good chunk to take a break too, which is why yeah, I I've heard that. about this blocking your time. I listened to the one thing and they have a lot about uh -huh. the chunks. You probably love that. <laughs> like the automation of everything. So um, yeah, I, something I should do, but don't, but like I, mm -hmm. but I know that sometimes if I really have something I have to get done, I will put on a timer. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get everything I can get done in this 20 minutes and see. Yeah. And then usually I'll just kind of finish it out, but you can get a lot done. You can get a lot done when you eliminate distractions. Like I, I tell my clients not to check emails except for two times a day at a specific time to shut off all the notifications on their computer and their phone and, and truly just focus in that hour because you're not going to ever hit hundred percent productivity um, until you do that. Yeah. And you're still not going to. So if you think something's going to take an hour, it's going to take longer because you've got yeah, you're you like, about like a highway the window watching the squirrel on the bird feeder. I have to go well, to the bathroom. Even, I got to eat. <laughs> yeah. Even if you're really focused and you think about like a highway on driving up to get onto the highway, you're not going 60 miles an hour and coming down, you're not going 60 miles an hour. So there's that peak time mm -hmm. that if you truly are focused, you still have that uptime and downtime to, yeah, the, you have to kind of work up because it's mm -hmm. like, okay, what am I going to do? Right. Yeah, And that's when you get in the middle of something and then your daughter comes home or your husband starts yelling at you from the other room, help me, something's wrong with my mm -hmm. computer. And then you come back and you're like, wait, what was I doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. I know it's hard. Um, I, I think I'm already fighting. Well, I don't want to work like that. I don't mm -hmm. want to have to be, you know, oh, yeah. out all my minutes and all of that, you know, so but, I don't recommend that long-term, but I find yeah. like starting that way and really, um, 
or if you're having trouble dialing something in to go back to that as a reminder of how long things take and to really hone that in. And once clients have a really good understanding of how long things take based on their expertise level of each of the tasks, it really makes their scheduling for a week a lot easier because then they're not ending up at the end of the week going, well, why didn't I get all this stuff done? They know exactly why, you know, when they're looking at the time they blocked it versus what happened. Like, realistic view mm-hmm. of what they can get done in a week. And then, you know, and then of course, probably, like you said, it's not going to be a hundred percent no matter what. So they're not feeling like they failed or they, right. you know, didn't work hard enough. So they've got to work all night or whatever, right? Like they have a little bit more planning, which is really nice. And I can see that I wouldn't do that all the time, but sometimes you just have to knock some projects out. Mm-hmm. And so the timer could come into play when you're like, I just have to sit down here and get the sales page finished, which I have to do. So I'm like, I'm going to, yeah. I am going to put the timer on when we get done here. Yeah. How long yeah. am I going to give myself an hour? Like, gonna get done. <laughs> Otherwise yeah. I'll be like, it's so pretty. I want to take a walk. I want to go outside. I want to do this other stuff, but then the stuff doesn't get finished. So, um, yeah. Great. And it, it really is an approach that's unique to each person. Each person works a little bit different. Their mind works a little different. You know, I've had clients that I want to schedule like time block from nine to 1030 and from 1030 to 12 and other clients that, you know, I can go with a little bit more free form of what do you want to get done this week? Let's look Mm -hmm. at the 168 hours versus like specific days. And then we schedule based off their preference. So um, we'll do two week schedules. Yeah. Like what's your two weeks next look like? And that way, when you pull up your ClickUp or whatever tool you're using, you know what you have to do that week. And then let's reevaluate after that two weeks. And how did it work for you? Yeah. What did you learn? Well, I'm sure people are interested in getting more information about you, especially if they're like, oh my gosh, I need her. (laughs) (laughs) And since you're like helping people, you know, walk through it and you've talked about that there's some flexibility, you know, depending on their style, right? Because Mm -hmm. everybody doesn't fit. Everybody's very different. If everyone was like me, we wouldn't, I wouldn't have a job, right? (laughs) You would not. (laughs) If they're more like me, we're Um, good. I'm like, oh, I'm a good visionary. I just want to create all the projects, but not do them all. Um, Okay. So tell us how people can find you, or if you want to even tell us a little bit more, do you just work like in a one-to-one uh, right right, right now I am just one-to-one um like we talked about yeah. eventually like a group program to lead me into a course maybe down the road but that's not um right now I'm just one-to-one it is a four-month one-on-one program okay um, and so they can it's find a, out it two weeks wasn't long enough it has to be four no. months well because I could see where like you start and then you start sliding again you're like you have to get all that stuff implemented and have time to work through it becoming more of a norm for you. Right. And like right. Not falling off the edge. of like, Whoa. Well, and when, when you're on a call with somebody that knows the system really well and you're like, Oh yeah, I got it. And then when I disappear for a week, you're like, wait, I have so many questions. I don't I have to come it. back. <laughs> so, you know, that, that gives time for us to, to evaluate and tweak based on your business. Yeah, plus you know it, you can quickly point them in the right direction. It's about saving time, right? Because right. that's what this is about, working less yes. and making more. So even if at the very beginning, there's a little bit of investment of kind of working through this, just like creating a course, you do have right. to create the course first. But once you have that, and kind of like you, once you have the systems and things in place, it's going to mm-hmm. save you so much time. And um, you're there to answer their questions to make it really quick. So they don't have to like try to look things up or right. 
wonder or just go forget it. I'm going to go watch Netflix, <laughs> whatever. Yep. Right. So, yep. Yep. They can um, all reach me via email or Voxer. So <laughs> I can be your yeah, Google website or where can people find I do. Uh, it's ambitious slash solutions.com. And then I'm most active on Instagram and it's ambitious solutions, all one word. Ambitious solutions. I love it. So ambitious, you say slash or dash? Dash. Ambitious dash solutions.com. Okay. And we'll have that in the show notes. Awesome. Yay, Erin. This is amazing. I'm always amazed when I talk to someone like you, like there actually is someone who likes doing this, but if we didn't have you, I think we'd all be like floating around. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, it's great working with creatives because you are also inspiring to me. I'm like, oh yes, I can like relax on a few things and like (laughs) branch out. It's a good mesh because I think that, you know, you, you bring your creativity and the thing into the system so they don't have to Mm -hmm. be so boring and, you know, and make it, like you said, make it work for you the way yeah. you can work instead of like, oh, we have to do it like this and right. have it real time dry. <laughs> so yeah, we still have to have some fun stuff. stuff's uh, fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even in well, Thank you so much. So great for the, for the uh, check out ClickUp if you guys yes. want to check it out. It sounds like it's a good thing to look for. And um, thanks for your other tips on the timers yeah. and um, just kind of getting it all together. So thank you for being uh, an entrepreneur and helping us yeah, be thank better. You for having me on here, Donna. Yeah. <laughs> I look forward to working with you in the future. <laughs> yes. I'm going to say maybe at the beginning of 2022, yes. you'll be, re- you'll be ready to kind of do a little group program or something mm-hmm. and, we can, and we can put that together. That'd be fun. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys, thank you so much for this episode and I will see you on another episode of Work Less, Make More. Thanks so much for dropping in and spending time with me. Does your dream of working less seem a bit closer after that episode? Mine does. And I hope you got some juicy nuggets to inspire and move you closer to your goals. And if you're wondering if you are ready to do this, hop over and take the Create Your Course quiz for instant results on your next step in the course process, createyourcoursequiz.com. Check the show notes for all the links at DonnaAshton.com forward slash podcast. Before you go, if you enjoyed the conversation, make sure to subscribe to the show to get new episodes each Thursday as they come out. And if you're on the Apple Podcast app and want to leave us a quick review and some love, that will help spread the word to motivate others to work less and make more.